Welcome to the continued podcast adventures of Superhero Speak. But I think many of the people that love this character and that love superheroes in general have used these stories as inspiration to say, you know what, I'm going to do something good in the world. I'm going to make a difference like my hero when I was a kid. That is my fondest memory of it because when, you, when you're doing comic books, you want them to affect people. Right. You bring people to care. You want, you want to strike emotions. And I knew that that clone saga was striking a lot of emotions. Can you yeah. imagine uh, Pulp Fiction starring Goofy and uh, Mickey Mouse? I can totally <laughs> imagine that. You I'm sure somebody's written that one. Pounder with cheese and France, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, ale with cheese, Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> I can totally see. I, I, would, I would watch the hell out of that movie. Yes, I gladly saw, sacrifice that my. my progeny to you of a mighty marvel beast <laughs> <laughs> but neil adams is somewhere going mm, it's, it's my time uh, <laughs> how do you measure success hey everyone and welcome to superhero speak i'm your host dave i'm john jd and here we are yet again jd's back i'm back i don't have to hang shells this week <laughs> i feel like i got you in trouble i don't know why no <laughs> worried about you <laughs> no no my my in-laws were up my wife said look we're hank look i my my dad is down here for the weekend he's come here to do all this work you cannot go podcast while my 70 year old father is building shelves and i said okay so <laughs> yeah that's not really a winnable argument i need to stay married you Wait, do you do definitely you? do i do i personally i do <laughs> Yeah. Yes, you do. That's the goal. Definitely. Okay. So then uh, besides building shelves, how was your week? Not bad. Um, finished up the first quarter of, of my teaching career. Uh, it's going good. I, uh, I'm getting to remake the classes in my own image now. Um, so the, my predecessor has this like printer and I say a printer, his, like, we both teach graphics. My background mm -hmm. is like digital. His was in like print. So again, the early graphics classes are all Photoshop, Illustrator, all that. When you get to the higher level classes, he had them like doing, I'm not kidding when I say this, the printing for the district. And my divisional one took a job, said, you will tell them, no, you cannot do that because you don't even know how to teach. And I said, okay, I'm not a dumb man. I do what someone smarter than me comes along and tells me to do something. I listen. Boy, was that the best decision I ever made. Really? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What happened? But, well, I didn't know how to turn the machine on. We have a $140,000 printer. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we got a $140,000 printer, like a big dog printer. Like if I was still in comics, I'd be like, oh my God, I could print all my own comics. But saying that and doing it is a completely different story. I do not know how to, I did not know how to turn the machine on, right? Because this thing is like, I said, 140 grand and it is, and I'm not kidding you when I say this, it's probably about 15 feet long. Hey man. That is okay, awesome. So we're reviewing weird tonight, right? And he mm -hmm. saw it with me and he wants to give us his quick reaction to what he thought of weird before he goes to bed. So oh. about getting the microphone. What did you think? Come here. What did you think of weird? Well, I thought it was good. Oh, you did like it? Yeah, I liked it though. It did get a little crazy. It did get a little crazy. That is <laughs> a little weird. That is weird Al Yankovic, yes. He he was all concerned. He's like, why won't his dad just let him be weird? <laughs> and I'm yep. like, how do I explain sardonic humor to a six-year-old? It was it was a much more of a morality play than I expect yes. for my six. <laughs> but you had a good time with it. Yeah, yeah. 
You liked it? Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to say to the guys not on the Tron pod? Well, I could say there is something I made that I want to show. Oh, you here. want to show off what you made? Go ahead and yeah. show off what you made in your I lab. Made this. Put in front of I the made camera. this. Oh. Kind of food coloring and tissue paper. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, neat. It's like it's weird to me, so that's why I put it on. Oh, okay. Weird is good. Ah. Weird is good. All right, buddy. Can I get a hug tonight? Yeah. Love you. <laughs> Close the door. That message is brought to you by Parenthood. Um, sorry. Well, there, well, there you go. Thumbs up from six-year-olds. So. But this, I'm shocked. I did not think he would say that. Um, anyways, so got this printer. Now my my junior senior graphics kids wanted to do the printing. That's that was their mm-hmm. expectation when they signed up for the class. So I said, all right, we'll take on. I talked to the principal. We'll take on some of the some stuff. Not for the whole district. We'll do stuff for the school. And you know, we waited a little bit going going. So I'm like, all right, we'll do this. I got trained. The people from the printer, the printer, the people who built the printer came down, show me the printer. By the way, it's also a 10-year-old printer that's on end of life. Uh, you can't the, they don't make the workstation for it anymore. You cannot update it. Jesus. And Konica Minolta no longer makes parts for it. Oh so my God. Yeah. you do the math on what's coming. Uh-huh. So and I immediately grabbed my principal and, and told her everything about this. But anyways, so yes, last Wednesday, the uh drama teacher comes in. He's got these like he says, hey, I, can you print these up by tomorrow? I'm like, what are these? He's like, oh, I need 180 of these. And it's these like booklets, the Playbill booklets. Yeah. And I had like a couple kids after school. I'm like, sure, because next week wrestling starts. I think it's going to be busier then. So let's just do this. Took me an hour and a half to figure out how to print it. I had to call the guys from the company and say, how do I do this again? And then once we got 60 of them printed, we got a paper jam. And when I say a paper jam, 12 pieces of paper were jammed throughout this 15-foot-long device. So me and two juniors were pulling it out of there, and then we got it going again, and then we got another paper jam. And at 5.30, I said, guys, go home. I have practice in a half hour. We'll figure this out in class. I pulled out the paper jam. I hit go. It got stuck again. The next day, we did it again, nine paper jams. So I said, we're done. We're done. And I called the people because we pay for service in this thing. I'm like, I need you guys to fix this thing. So when this semester is up, digital only. I want nothing to do with this printer. I hate I, it. I, I have a, a $140 Canon printer here that that just has never had a paper jam at all in so like six you, years. Uh, you've <laughs> seen the movie Office Space. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. That went through your head? so many different parts of it were going through my head at this moment like the damn it feels good to be a gangster i want to take it out back and beat it with a baseball bat yeah it's a pc low letter what the fuck does that mean that's how i felt that's how i felt working on this thing i'm like i'm a videographer this is i spent 20 years with a camera over my shoulder and now i have to figure out this printer so yeah graphics 3 4 is going to be live stream video next year and that's it like it's we're reshaping the class because JD's going to lose his mind. I was telling the principal, I'm like, she's like, well, yeah, but he had this, the, the old guy had this whole thing going where the kids would do all the printing and it worked really well. I said, yeah. And he's not here anymore for a reason. <laughs> Think about that. And tell her print is dead. Print is him. dead. <laughs> print is dead, except in high schools where stuff needs to get printed all yeah. the time, but that is not going to be my problem. That should be somebody else's job. Not a full-time teacher. That's my True. story for the week. <laughs> How are you, John? Uh oh. In in vino veritas. Uh oh. That one you've got to remember, right? Wine is life. In wine, truth. Truth. I always get veritas and vita confused. I should have asked you before we got on mic. I have a feeling I know why you're drinking the wine. Oh no, that was that was like days ago. (laughs) This is this is this is on the upswing. (laughs) Women issues. Lack of women issues? Well, no, no women issues. I mean, uh, lack of, <laughs> lack of, no women, so no issues. 
Yeah. Did you have your but, second date? Uh, no. I, and I know, I know our listeners are like, oh God, here comes another story. Let me just turn the, let me speed this up. Um, they stuck no, around for my print story. They'll stick around for this. This, this, <laughs> this, this, this is, this is why JD, you should stay married because, um, she wanted to go on a second date. And then a few hours later, I got a message saying, I, you know, I'm, it's, it's not going to work out. I don't think we're right for each other. And I said, okay, look, you know, I, I, I could, I would normally at that point just say, forget it, you know, and wish her luck. But I'm like, you know, she's really cool and everything. I want to do at least a second date. So I, so I sent a message saying, oh, you know, why, why don't we just do the second date? Can you, can, can we at least do a second date before you make up your mind? And then I'll just go, uh, I will heed whatever your decision is. And she, and she sent back in all caps, you know, respect my decision, do not pursue. And then she immediately blocked me before I could say, okay. No, we just started, bud. Sorry. Good night. <laughs> so it's like, I, I just. Good night, Andrew. Dating at this age sucks. There are, there are just wackadoodles out there. I, like I, I, you know, they say you, you look for the, even, even in looking for the profiles that say grounded or, or, or relaxed or, you know, laid back, even them, sometimes it just takes one word and bam, like, like dating PTSD or something kicks in. I don't know. I just, you're not supposed to send the penis pics till, you know, well, Dave, after the I fifth don't date. date Dave. We, I, you know, <laughs> I'm the most. I'm the most straight of all of us. There's no way I'd ever do that kind of crap. Um, but I mean, you know, in all honesty, it's like all it all I did was say Wait, what? Good, good. <laughs> I feel a little taken aback by that, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. Anyway, it just, you know, it's like it, it, like that's a really the first time I ever I ever actually tried to say, why don't we just do a second date and you know, see and and boy, the reaction was, you know, send all the nukes. <laughs> We're under attack. Wow. So, um, but again, that was days ago. Like, I'm so used to it at this point. I don't even care anymore. I don't think I'll be able to care about anybody until I get through a, set, a third date, maybe. And then maybe it'll start to, maybe, maybe at that point, you know, I'll start to have emotion over it. At this point, it's just, it's just intellectual curiosity. I, it's a social experiment for me. Let's see, let's see how this one wrecks itself. <laughs> there we go. Wow. I got nothing. That's um, <laughs> you uh, yeah. You probably should have uh, no yeah. Yeah, there's nothing I there's nothing you can do about it. Like nothing, nothing I can do about it. It's just I you know you, you, you can't think it's you. I mean, I constantly worry it's me in some fashion or another. But I for the life of me, I can't. You know, I got flow charts on a wall with a lot of bunch of string and some push pins that are, I still can't figure out what the hell I'm doing wrong or if it's me or if it's just that at this age, there's nothing left but wackadoodles and, and, and just, you know, just weird ones. So, I don't know. Yeah, I got nothing. I got nothing. Yeah. So anyway, uh, aside from the fact uh, I am, uh, aside from that, I am happy that in next November, a new uh, Godzilla movies coming out and not one from legend, not one of the um, monster verse ones. It's an actual Toho Godzilla movie. So is it a sequel to Shin? No, the, I don't think they're ever going to make a sequel to Shin. That Godzilla is too powerful. Like it is a powerful they, Godzilla. There, There's well, like every, every time you get one of those, get those animation guys on YouTube that decides I'll make a, I'll make a, you know, Godzilla rumble. Shin Godzilla always wins. 
because you know every time you hurt him he mutates and then everything dies <laughs> so um yeah uh yeah but you know it's going to be a toho one there's the only thing the only thing we know is when they put the casting call out they um the only hint we got was that they were looking at one of the scenes is going to be in 1950s japan so they're going to be this mm. is going to be a main timeline um gojira with you know it has it's going to be part of the 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 actual timeline from the 1950s godzilla movie so that oh, should really? be interesting that's that's what they're thinking i mean again the only hint we've got is that one of the scenes is gonna be in the 1950s and that because it, it was part of the casting call document or whatever hmm. Interesting. So, yeah they're, they're gonna pull like a halloween where none of the other movies ever happened no no <laughs> the they, first movie and then now they, he re- reawoke modern day that's kind of what uh, Godzilla 1985 was. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Not the American version, just the Japanese version. The American, well, the American version, version too. But to be fair, that was the story of the American version? Well, or? I know. Well, I mean, they even brought back, what's his face? Raymond Burr. Raymond Perry, Burr Perry for, for the 19, to, to do the Americanized 1985. But still, it, the, the script was horrible compared to what was actually filmed you know, you just have to watch the Japanese version with subtitles. So we watched, uh, we did watch Godzilla Kong last night for the first. Oh yeah, I finally got to watch it. It was stupid. I loved it. It's so stupid. I it's I so know. Stu- it's so stupid. Like it's the Hollow Earth that like they just <laughs> they had to go. They had to I go through it. a wormhole to get to Middle Earth. But so Godzilla dumb. can pierce that with his breath. Uh, I don't I know. Mean, in a world with giant lizards, I mean, mm-hmm. like, sure, why, why yeah, can't they come from Hollow Earth? You when, know, when, when you get when you get to to level of stupid, it's just like I I just love seeing the big things fight. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like mass destruction uh, and violence. It's yeah, I enjoy it. Did it Andy watch? Oh God, that's why we watched. What do you think? It? Oh, oh, he loved it. He's like, there's too much talking. <laughs> and he was like he was mad he's like godzilla wouldn't do this godzilla would not attack without being provoked he's the good guy like like all oh, little boys think godzilla is the good guy they don't like seeing their hero portrayed negatively oh don't don't show him some of the earlier movies where he's like the spirit of vengeance I that won't. one yeah the one where he's the spirit of vengeance from all the people that died from oh, that one's cool movie. I know it is. It is the best, but it's very sad for him. <laughs> no, he likes, I mean, he likes the legendary ones because, you know, it's just, they're dumb and it's big Godzilla and he ate Ghidorah and King of the Monsters. Yeah. That scene rules. Mm-hmm. So we did enjoy Kong versus Godzilla. And he, he has no affinity King Kong, but he got it. He grew an attachment to him. They do a lot to make you sympathize with, you know, the giant Coco. Yeah. Yeah. The, the only... Nice. The only one of the the original series he'd probably like is Oh no, he uh, loves the originals. God, loves, oh, he, Godzilla versus Megalon must have been loves Godzilla favorite. versus Megalon. Yeah. That's right up his path. We like Godzilla versus Hedorah. I, I show him the ones where Godzilla Hedorah. You guy. show you showed him the Smog Monster one? Yeah, that's a weird one, man. That it's it's trippy. a weird one, and there's a lot of bodies in that. It really is. Yeah. There really is. I just he thought likes, he liked Jaguar, the giant robot. He did like yeah, no, he Jack ja, Jaguar kept getting in the way. Oh, I see. Okay. So he wants <laughs> to see, I mean, like he's sex. He wants to see big kaiju fight. Like he gets mm-hmm. it. The kid gets it as far yeah. as the monsters go. So you're, you've shown him, uh, what's the other big monster fight thing? Um, shoot. The one up by Del Toro. Uh, no Pacific Rim though. Pacific. No, you're not going to show him that. No, probably not. Like it's older. <clears throat> I don't think there was anything in there that was. Really I've never seen it, so I'll just be like, uh, I gotta watch it first. And, and oh yeah, 
No, go ahead and watch it. Like there's, I don't think there's anything in there. It's, it's, it's just stupid, big fights. Um, a little, a little bit more continuity, a, a, a little bit better on the, yeah, that makes sense. Um, but, but really cool fights. I mean, he did an excellent job. There, yeah. There's no, none of the other weirdness that he puts in some of his other movies. This is, this was no, literally um, just a giant monster fight, G- mm-hmm. giant monster versus robots fight. It's awesome. I'll check it out at some point. Hmm. No sex with sea monsters. No, no, nothing, okay. no, nothing like that. Nothing. <laughs> this, this that you saw. No, that, well, it's a movie <laughs> that I saw. There could have been <laughs> off screen under the ocean. Definitely possible. Uh-huh. <laughs> How are you, Dave? Oh, uh, I'm doing better. So uh, last weekend, um, it's so funny, like. So my family does a Pollyanna every year. So we got together on Saturday to to draw the names. Didn't think anything of it. Sunday, we recorded the podcast that you weren't here for. And then I missed it. <laughs> and then uh, Monday was Halloween, right? Boom, you guys boom, have a good boom, Halloween? Boom, 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 yes. Yes, I did, actually. <laughs> and uh, took my granddaughter's trick-or-treating and uh, had a lot of fun doing that. But I was feeling like a little run down. I wake up Tuesday and I'm like sick as a dog. Uh oh. I decide to listen to my brother's podcast. And apparently he was sick the previous week and was still sick on Saturday when he went to my mom's. Do you COVID it up? No, it's just a cold. But it was oh, just okay. like, yeah, it's definitely not COVID. But it was just like, really? <laughs> you jerk. I was just tired. Was, that was the main thing. It was like a, you know, like the flu, tired and really bad runny nose. Oh God, that's the worst. So, uh, I got I got my vaccines yesterday. I got both the flu and the COVID at the same time. I have been very tired today. The bivalent COVID one, uh, whichever the newest one they had up in Pfizer was. That's probably I don't know if the one that just the one that just came out recently. Oh yeah, that's the bivalent then. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, other than that, um, basic typical week. Um, watched Black Panther one. I guess we can call that now or Black Panther yesterday with the girlfriend because she wants to go see Wakanda forever with me. And when it's like, Oh, I need to get caught up. Um, that was an interesting experience because as soon as we got to the, uh, scene where, uh, Killmonger challenges T'Challa to the fight, she's like, I'm like, what? Let me guess. He wins. And then T'Challa comes back at the end. And I'm like, yeah. She's like, all right, I've seen enough. I'm ready to see the next one. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, I mean, she's not wrong. <laughs> it was very predictable from that point forward in the movie. Black Panther is great. It's a great movie, but it does fall into those Marvel uh, phase one, phase two tropes. Yes, very much. The the similar villains fighting at the or similar hero villain fight at the end. A lot of CGI in the fight um Some of that cgi wasn't that good i mean no i, I, I will say that the that the, that cat fight at the end the cgi does not yeah. hold up which it's so weird compared to a lot of their other things um yeah. and i was watching it and i do still like it's the crux of the movie and it still like bothers me i don't think the character t'challa that they portrayed to that point would have accepted the challenge but you don't think so no, no, because it was he was they were showing him as a father. I mean, as a son trying to do his father proud, 
do the right thing by his the, the his nation, you know, keep to the tradition. And they probably would have looked at him as an outsider. But he didn't know. he didn't have he didn't have a choice. No, there's I that whole the thing way. of yeah, there's that whole thing of honor that I kind of feel I kind of feel the movie would have been better if they didn't do the beginning uh ceremony. There was like there really wasn't a need for that. Like he's already king. Killmonger shows up and wants to challenge him and T'Challa's like trying to like brush him off. And he because he brought in Claw and got what's the friend's name? The 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 lead of the the water I tribe. I, oh I forget. Okay. Betrays him, yeah. Yeah. Like gets him on his side. And then so the water tribe is like, okay, accept the challenge. And then so now the now the nations are like starting to separate because of this. So then he has to accept the challenge. You know, then it would have been more dramatic at that point. But it like that was just he just showed up. It's like I challenge. He's like, okay, let's do this. Like again, yeah. he probably he probably, he had to though. There was that that thing of honor. Like he could he couldn't have somebody sitting around going, I have a claim to the throne. He had to take care of it right then and there. You know? But I also kind of felt that was silly too. Like it's one of the things that um the director's name. Um oh my god, if I'd known that you were gonna go over this, like I would have had all this information. Kugler did Kugler. really well. He kept what their their traditions were unclear, you know, because he was a cousin. So it does a cousin ha- like in a lot of other royal families, he probably wouldn't have had a direct uh claim to the throne. But you know, like when you think of like England and other and France and other royal lineages. But to be fair, people like it's not like history isn't littered with people with illegitimate claims to the throne. True. Storming the gates and trying to legitimize right. illegitimate claims. So I mean, it makes sense in that regard. Right. But again, but in that regard, he also probably like in in a historical sense, he wouldn't have accepted the the challenge. But not like, re- no, again, he had to he had to do it because, like JD said, like history's littered. I think, with, I think it would have been better coming- if they built up to that where he kind of just showed up and it challenged well him. yeah yeah again that movie was paint by the numbers so exactly. it's like now's this time now it's time to do this now it's time to do that they didn't they didn't have a director that would take his time and build and like you said build up to that stuff it's just oh you know the the four quadrant says it's time I mean, he was for, definitely given a lot the of freedom third act like, fallout or whatever he was like you can't you can't fault the visuals on it you can't fault the acting you can't fault the no, the, I mean, like the formula works. So they keep yeah, every, the they formula. kept everyone in it, like especially in that time. Today, maybe we don't get that. And quite frankly, I think Killmonger of those villains that does the thing, Killmonger is the best. Yes, you know. Yes. So I mean, it gets some. Um, there's some leeway with me because he's got the most. He's got the the best origin as far as like a villain goes, right? And like he's got the most sympathetic origin too. Right. It's hard not to watch. Like when you watch Michael B. Jordan walking down, looking at this, like this could all be mine if my dad didn't do what he did. Right. And so you get that sense of like from a kid who has nothing to get that sense of entitlement. Like, I really like that character. I think Kugler does a good job building that up. You know, it's very much like a it's very much like a king's like a a take on that. And I feel like I know. Yeah. 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 But not just sympathetic. He was right. No, that well, no, like. They, Defines on your definition of right. Well, yeah, but the thing is, like, they kept all that technology for themselves all that time when they could have been helping. Yeah, but I know, think the point through, of that through all story, the slave years and everything, they could have been doing something, I, I but they the, didn't. All for this, all for all to basically, you know, protect themselves. But, but well, he has he had a valid argument for why they should never have 
you know, they, they should never have, have pulled in and, you but, know, and, and basically shut themselves off from the rest of no, the world. But they could they have are, been helping the, the whole time. But the argument from Wakanda's side is because they didn't, that's why they're as advanced as they are. Mm-hmm. If they had given everything away, they would they would just be another part of them. But the it, whole, wasn't, it the wasn't rest of the world. It wasn't just the advances. It but was, it's also it was, to, it was helping their people. It's also the sense of the, that we now live in a global world where isolationism doesn't work and it doesn't help you grow. Like it's very much a uh, um, very God. I don't want to use this term because it's going to get so taken out of context. Globe. I don't want to use it. Globalist is a dirty word. Right. Because it means something that it shouldn't mean. But like hmm. we live in a global world and it's advocating that it's advocating, you know, the one world, one people thing. Now, if you want to interpret that as new world order or whatever, that's on you. But I mean, we do live in a world where what goes on in one country affects another and being an isolationist is not a good thing. Right. And I think it does advocate that, especially in an era where that kind of a story was kind of necessary, you know. Right. And again, I wasn't I'm not disagreeing with all that. I just it's just the crux of the story where he accepted the challenge. But I mean, and again, I think the the Wakandan side of it is we're this advanced because we didn't get involved. But it's also a comic book story like you couldn't get away with that in the real world to be for that long, you know, to be isolated and, and no one knows what's going on in your country. Like, yeah, wait, they don't produce anything. They don't trade. And yet they have a king that can wear a suit and fight crime like what's that's going on very, here? that's, well, that's a, why it's a very well managed country that's it's also mm. fiction right it's also fiction yes. so that's the beauty of it is in fiction that anything stuff can possible exist. yeah as long as you try to back it up it all works yeah so speaking of backing things up we haven't even started the show yet yeah <laughs> let's talk a little social media madness let's hurry up because i want to get some more wine uh, oh my god get, get your wine anyway we talked last week about uh, Henry Cavill has come out and said he's a, excited to play an enormously joyful Superman going forward. Um, okay, I can do I can do all star all star Superman would be perfect, you know. As long as they um, get rid of the mustache. Hashtag CMFL. Who's at CMFL? I don't know. I CMFL. Oh, CMFL. It's okay. just the, it's just the letter CMFL. Oh my God, it is CMFL. Um, I always thought that Cavill could have been a Superman that rivaled Christopher Reeve. He had he played the character more like his tutor's character, Charles Brandon. Zack Snyder made him unnecessarily dark. Dude, I read that and I thought it said it made him like his tutor's character, Charles Bronson. And I'm like, <laughs> I've missed out on this show, man. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, don't you remember Charles Bronson was part of the tutors? That that would be quite interesting and very near. Was it Brightburn? Right? I mean, like, <laughs> yes. Which is kind of what's which is kind of what Zack Snyder wanted to do with him is make him more like Charles Bronson. Now that I think about it, <laughs> yeah, it's about right. The Man of Steel. First, take first, you out. first, first enemy he comes up against, he snaps his neck. I mean, that is a Bronson move. To be fair, hmm. AJ said, "Oh, AJ, who's at? I am not shouting." uh said the only man for the job in my honest opinion um then our good friend Gasan warren uh had tweeted he said i just watched the new nola holmes the second is better than the first and henry cavill makes an excellent sherlock holmes that's the, saying something the ending opens the possibility for a sherlock holmes spinoff i can't believe i'm saying that and gives good reason for henry leaving the witcher the writers of Enola seem to have found a rhythm 
can see a dedicated staff for Enola and Sherlock production, Enola 2 on an 8 out of 10. So, interesting. Well, no, because we were talking about Enola Holmes on the show, but yeah, yeah, I mean, obviously, he's not going to do any of that. He's the the first season was awesome. This, I mean, if the second is better, I haven't gotten to it yet. Um, I haven't watched it yet, but he plays, he plays it. And we just for balance, we've already got two Sherlock Holmes in the Marvel universe. We need at least one in the DC. Wait, what? (laughs) Oh, yeah, it's true. I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. I know Benedict Cumberbatch and uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, they both play oh Sherlock God, Holmes, and both right. very good Sherlock Holmeses too. I mean, well, <laughs> no, I'm I'm sorry. There's nothing you can say that's going to convince me otherwise. Those they they both. I like the Robert Downey Jr. movies, but oh, I like the Cumberbatch they, show. It's a different take, right? Right. He's they a take a lot of liberties, I, I mean, think, with with the the Robert Downey Jr. movies, though. Ooh, I mean, yeah, for sure. But I mean, like, I don't know. You when you hire what's his nuts, uh, Snatch guy. Why can't I think of his name? Guy Ritchie. Uh, you're gonna get yeah. that. Means so, for style over substance. So you weren't here last week. We did talk about how he's left The Witcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not gonna finish yeah, the show out. In. He's he was, all in to play Superman. He, basically, that like, weren't there reports that were saying like he was just just itching to sit down with James Gunn and just say Gunn's right. Gunn's right in Super. Gunn's doing Superman. Yeah, it's not official, but Gunn's doing Superman. Yeah. Well, I mean, just just from from his history yep. like he he's going he's going to push everybody out of his way to do it so yep. it's Tavern. funny because it's a four-year deal but they also in this in the same announcement like the article i was reading was talking about how still talking about it was a 10 they went in a 10-year plant so i'm kind of wondering if it's like they're giving them four years to do something and if it Can works I, they'll continue them on for know? sure you want a 10-year plan but i mean like but sinks you don't do much more with the plan right you know no one has a 10-year guarantee contract but you want to say that you want that business plan right you want that five-year that thing you know, business house with that five-year plan right we want to see that mourner wants to see it give me your plan for five years we'll give you four if those first four go well we'll resign you mm-hmm. work fine for five did we report i missed the show last week and i don't like listening when i'm not on because i don't want you guys <laughs> bad mouthing me like we do about grady um <laughs> oh good <laughs> I mean, we bad them in front of him and he doesn't I'm listen. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, did you guys talk about how um, oh, I lost my? I made a joke and I lost my point. My spot. Oh, did you guys talk? I don't remember what I was going to say now. Fe- getting something about Feige. Oh yeah, they offered Feige the spot first, and he said no. I'm good. No, I I didn't even see that article. The one I did see, I didn't include, was the first person that Gunn called was Feige. No, they actually offered before Gunn and Saffron were given the job. They offered it to Kevin Feige. They were like, would you like to come across? Kind of like with Kirby, right? There's they pulled no the Kirby freak, move. There's no well, Kirby took way. it. Kirby took it. Yeah, but yeah. Kirby wasn't happy. Yeah. At Marvel, though, I know. Foggy's, but but <laughs> I, I respect them for getting a no, right? You always get a no. It never hurts yeah. to ask. You never know. Right? True. It's kind of ballsy to ask but, him. But with, yeah, Heck yeah. With everything that Feige's got going on right now, and he's like, I mean, I, I'm sure even Mickey Mouse is just sitting there going, "Hey, do whatever you want. I'm not even going to bother." Like Feige, Feige's got his own fiefdom. He does, and and anything he says is like it goes from him to God to Mickey Mouse. But you like you never just, know. You never know. So like you, that day, he could have just had a, an argument that day with who's in charge of Disney these days? I want to say Bob Iger, but that might be the 1980s talking. So I'm not sure who's in charge of Disney at the moment, but I mean like, yeah, 
Uh, it's that guy no one likes. Um, what's his Bob Chapek? That is Bob Chapek. Uh, yeah, like I think he took over for um for Robert Iker. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't that far off. But yeah, you never know. Michael like, Eisner a long time ago. Michael Eisner. It was Mike Olvitz before that. You know, they're all you know. He's the guy that got booed at D twenty three this year. Yeah, that's that's well, that's Eisner. So yeah, fair enough. But anyway. Like, uh, but yeah, I respect them. I respect them for throwing out the line. Hey, you want this? You want that? No, okay. You know, mm-hmm. just thought to ask. <laughs> All right. Well, moving along, moving right we along. had uh, we've got Drew's running commentary. Drew's abstract thoughts on the show. Yes. Uh, let's see. For Werewolf by Night, I'm glad they went more subtle with the werewolf for future appearances. It will allow him to be more more sympathetic, and I wouldn't want a big CGI werewolf. It was exactly what I wanted from the movie. Thank you, Drew. Mm, hard disagree. Darn, <laughs> I, 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 I fully agree with Drew. For the DCEU, I agree with this week's guests. I don't plan on investing in the movies till their consistency that shows. I will, I will be rewarded for my investment. Most uh, recent assessments of B.A. are around... Baracus. He's talking about Mr. T. <laughs> <laughs> no, around I the high C range. I'm not, oh, Black Adam. Duh. Uh, <laughs> around the high C range. I'm not rushing to see it. Okay. Drew and uh, I all, agree, almost on, uh, agree on almost everything, apparently. All this back and forth about hashtag Restore Snyderverse is why I'm against Cavill Return. It's that, internal uh, brand confusion that will... Makes sense if you watch Ezra Miller's Flashpoint. I have been in and out of the DCU stuff for a decade. I just want to know where I should start from. From right now. And I hope it's not Ezra Miller's Flashpoint because I'm not supporting that movie. Talk Talk about about Curse 2. Yeah, they're going to want you to support. This is why they're doing it. This is why they're not firing Ezra Miller because they got too much invested in this thing. Um, They're not going to restore the Snyderverse. They're going to DC this. They're going to reboot. They're going to... As I've always said, it. as I've always, yeah, rebirth. It's a good, good phrasing, actually. As I've always said on this show, they're the DC is the continuity salad bar. They're going to take what they like and discard mm-hmm. the rest, which pretty much they did for Suicide Squad too, and or the Suicide Squad, and made for an enjoyable watch, right? Mm. Yeah, no, that's true. They kept the stuff people liked from the first Suicide Squad movie, threw the rest of it away. <laughs> Amanda Waller and uh, the Flag. Yeah, Flag. Flag was good. Yeah. Yeah. They killed him. And, and they the weasel. <laughs> and, the, and the weasel. Yeah, it's going to mean I quite, I enjoyed the Suicide Squad, right? I liked right. that movie. And I liked Peacemaker a whole lot. So, yeah. And that's technically Snyderverse stuff. And I like Black Adam. It was stupid. Black Adam is on the scale of like uh, Godzilla mm-hmm. Kong, right? As long as they don't fall uh, the next you, Superman movie, The Superman, I'm, I'm good. I don't it, think they would do that. It doesn't have enough giant monsters fighting for me to excuse the rest the of the rock fault. is a giant monster i don't know what to tell you yeah but what was he fighting a giant monster yeah sure right oh like i said it's not um giant cgi's like, fighting well everyone fights giant cgi's that's what we watch these movies for it's actors just to do this i'm pantomiming against the green screen like they all do that it's all the same <clears> stuff so apparently um i was i heard that the reason the movie's not doing as well as it should is because there was no jungle scenes. So, okay. Highest Dwayne, <laughs> highest Dwayne Johnson opening ever. This is his best movie. Okay. I believe it. Like, I think we're trying to compare it to what Marvel stuff does. Yes. Instead of what the lead 
has done. Like right. this is the best thing he's ever done, financially speaking, from a damaged property. Yeah. So I'm willing to lower the bar a little bit. It's a Shazam spin-off, and it wasn't like Shazam tore it up at the box office either, you know? No, it did not, unfortunately. It was fun though. So it was fun. I like Shazam. Yeah. That one I like too. <laughs> but I, I didn't didn't I read something that The Rock doesn't like that one though? No, he no, doesn't. He doesn't yeah. like the Shazam. Yeah, he doesn't he, is he doesn't not a like a fan that of the Shazam movie. And probably that's... probably because of the tone. Right. Because it's not I think he I don't think he didn't like this scene. I don't think he wanted what he saw as Black Adam to be in that movie, which quite honestly I agree with. What Black Adam has grown into for over the last 20 years in the comics is very different than what works in Shazam. Like Shazam is a child wish fulfillment story. Yep. Right. And Plain Black Adam. Yeah. And Black Adam started off as the dark version of that. But then in the comics, he really got to grow as his own character separate from that. And I think that's okay. Like, I think yeah. that Black Adam and Shazam um, can function as like to its own things, even though they have those ties. Right. I'm trying to think of another comparison that I could draw, but I'm not coming up with one at the moment. Yeah, I just don't know if Silver Surfer and the Fantastic, right? The Silver Surfer is technically part of the Fantastic Four catalog, but he can exist on his own, do his own thing. I I agree, and I think the Silver Surfer, uh, Fantastic Four is a little. It's not a it's not as great comparison because again, um, it was made as a dark. He was made as a dark version of Shazam, he was. Hmm? and again, I, I've said this before. I think it's confusing to the normies, like. He's saying Shazam, it's the same wizards, and that's yet stupid. Okay, why that Shazam? goes so that's Jeff Johns' dumbass fault for making the character not Cap. Like this is I mean, like honest to God, it's because you can't call him Captain Marvel. He's Captain Marvel, but we can't call him Captain Marvel. So I mean, like the pro back in the 70s, they started calling the property Shazam, right? And that's where the market. I mean, this is like 50-year-old mark, 70-year-old market. Yeah, yep, they're still trying to pick up the slack on, and they're trying. Like, they think calling him Shazam is the the way around it, but yeah, it doesn't it doesn't make sense. And this is like what you're left with in comics sometimes. Is sometimes when you try to stream DC specifically, when they try to streamline stuff, they oftentimes make it more confusing. You, when you I say the, oftentimes, I mean every time. The 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 funny thing is, my introduction to Captain Marvel was the 1970s live action show Shazam that ran next to Isis. The one they drove around in the, in the pedo um, wagon. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the thing was, everybody who watched that knows him as Shazam. They don't yeah. know him as Captain. Like, so, Correct. so that's why they changed Shazam, Shazam. Didn't, didn't make a difference to us, right. you know? Mm-hmm. Right. And then, but again, if you look at those, if, and I don't know if everybody would, I don't know if there is a market for reading those still forties, like at the time when Captain Marvel outsold Superman, because he did for the back half of the war and into the fifties, because like, it was perfect wish, like you said, wish fulfillment, she, child yeah, wish fulfillment. Like yep. Superman is who they wanted to be, but Captain Marvel let them go through the process of it. Yep. Right. Yeah. The kids could be Billy, and Billy could be Shazam. It's a great con. It's a great concept that I still feel as it is. I don't like the current Shazam property. To be quite honest with you, I don't like the Shazam kids. I think it's too much. Like I like the Shazam movie. It's fun. But I'd rather it just be about Billy, right? Yeah. And that's my that's my big beef with it. So I mean, like one thing I think Black Adam did right was like it kept the focus pretty much. I mean, like they have other side characters that are helping move the story, but it's his story, right? I think that so too much of Shazam kind of gets bogged down in the kids, and that's you know Jeff Johns overthinking shit, same as always. Yeah. So. But it, one of the best DC animated shows was um, Batman the Animated Series. 
Well, besides that, and <laughs> Superman the Animated Series, that and, is also good, and, and uh, all the others yeah. that came with. But uh, it was the um, it was the Shazam uh, animated movie with Superman in it. Oh, with with Black Adam. Yeah, and Black yeah, Adam. That's good, right? Yeah, I do. And like it that. was it was it was excellent. The ret- it was called uh, Superman Shazam: The Return of Black Adam. Yeah, it was right. really really freaking good. It works for an animated thing, but you can't make that the movie. Right. Like you can't parallel that and making a movie out of it. Well, you can now because Henry Cavill's back. You can now, (laughs) fair. But I mean, like you couldn't launch the property. Right. Yeah. True. True. Speaking of properties that we're excited to see their continue. Did you see uh, did you see the trailer for the holiday special, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday holiday special? I did. Before I read the tweets, what were your thoughts? Oh, I thought it was great. Did we not like it? Oh yeah, no, we loved it. Oh, I thought it was great. Kevin Bacon. Like John, talking... John was wondering what this does to uh, twelve degrees of, or six degrees of Kevin Bacon going. Close the fuck out of it. That's what it does. <laughs> yeah, like that's what I say. <laughs> it's like is two now degrees three. Of bacon now. Yeah, the right. game is now two degrees of Kevin Bacon. Right. I mean, it's it's. I love that it's essentially it's essentially Christmas vacation. Yeah, you know that's mm, the hook of Christmas bit. vacation. You know they're gonna bring him. Yeah, I love it. I think it's great, and I think that uh, I don't know Dave Bautista's Drax is just like. There's something about it that's just so rarely has a casting been so perfect, <laughs> right? He's he's so good as Drax. I love it. Uh, so I'd asked the question in the tweet, does this change 12 degrees of Kevin Bacon and, I'm sorry, 6 degrees, and uh, random Randy Savage said, the game always changes whenever he does a new movie. That's a really good point. And yeah. now he can't play the guy who killed the only mutant whose power is not dying. Darwin. Yep killed darwin he killed darwin in uh, uh first, first class. class which I'm never saying, made any sense i sat there and i'm like they really don't get him do they yeah like they could have picked anybody there's thousands of x-men there's thousands of mutant characters yeah they had to do that with the one guy whose power is he can't die like <laughs> poor research movie reviews from 10 years ago is it I did like research X- or <laughs> was it uh hmm uh they were just trying to overpower kevin bacon's uh Shaw, possibly. Shaw, yeah. Know. But he can't die. That's the whole thing. Like, there's a million overpowerful mutants he could have taken. Could have taken Maggot, for example. Yep. Yeah. Maggot has giant maggots. Could have taken Warlock. Or Well, they had plenty right there that they could have gotten rid of. I mean, the one with the butterfly wings. I forget what her name is. It's like Angel. Angel. Yeah. Which is confusing because we had another guy named Angel right there. Exactly. So they, they could have gotten rid of her. I mean, I like yeah. First Class, but it's not a perfect movie. It mm. works because McAvoy and Fassbender are so good. Yeah. 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 So, all right. And then finally, we did talk about uh, Black Adam. And uh, of course, we reviewed the movie a couple weeks ago. And Random Randy Savage said, if you came for the rebuilding of the DCEU, you are mistaken. If you came to, to watch The Rock's Homelander audition tape, you're going to have a good time. Fair. I think that's fair. Yep. Is it? I don't think he's as bad as Homelander. He's, he's not as bad as Homelander. He does kill a lot of people. Yep. Yes, he does. That's what makes him so great. I mean, all right. Well, that's it for Social Media Madness this week. So if you would like to be a part of Social Media Madness, why would you follow want us to? on social media? Here's our good D. Uh, here's, here's our, our good, good friend. Here's our good D for you. Stick it right in. Oh, God. Square. Enjoying the show? Want to be part of Social Media Madness? Make sure you are following SuperheroSpeak.com 
where you can find all of the show's social media links at the top of the page. While you're there, you can check out old episodes of the podcast as well as some other great content. Check the site often because we are posting some great comic reviews as well as comic book and movie news content every day. Make sure and follow us on Twitter at Superhero Speak. And while you're there, check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. You can follow them at stars underscore geek. The Geek World All-Star Podcast Network include great programs such as the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Colt 45, So Wizard, Fans on Patrol, the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and of course, Superhero Speak. Search for hashtag GWAllStars. You will not be disappointed. Now, it's back to Dave and the boys on Superhero Speak. Thanks for that, Don. And don't forget, you can still go check out the Omega Level Nerds podcast available on YouTube. He's arc- all the episodes are still up there for you to enjoy. Um, he's going to podcast when he feels like it. Obviously, be guests on shows like ours, like he was last week. Um, I'm sure he'll be popping up on Gorilla Brain in the future at some point so go check out his on that note we'll take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back after these messages we'll be right back all right we are back with the news there is not a lot of news to talk about this week guys um and something from last week that i forgot to to include but the first one quentin tarantino comes out and says he will never direct a Marvel movie. Did he say that before or after Werewolf by Night? Because um, that, he that's said that the directors, right are, alley, the right? directors are just hired hands. Eh. Quite frankly, I think this is one of those cases where everybody working can say, "Good, it's a bad fit." Yeah, is he is a terrible fit for the MCU. Like, I can't see anyone going. Oh, I would love to see a Quentin Tarantino Marvel movie. Like, there'll be so much talking, and you'll be looking at. Um, who's the new Black Widow? Uh, Yelena, who's, who's playing Florence Pugh's feet for an hour? Like, just... <laughs> feet, right? Like the Seven only feet. character it, for a half a second you could think he could get away with is uh, Punisher. I don't even know about that. And I don't right. So, and I don't even know if that would work. And it's no. just like, yeah, no, like he's I not. The, he's, is... he's not a fit. It's like Kevin Smith. You know, yeah, Kevin Smith would not fit in the MCU either. There's, there's really no. Have you read his comics? Him. He's a great comic writer, but I don't think he could direct a big budget. Oh, I agree with that. Movie. He'll tell you that too. Yeah. yeah. Huh. So, so yeah, like I could think Robert. I wouldn't mind seeing Robert Rodriguez do it. I, I saw comments on this, and I kind of wondered, did he like pitch an idea to them, and they were like, nah. Well, so he I came out and said this. I would have said no, but he was going to do a Star Trek movie for the longest time, and then that didn't happen, and that was weird of itself. Yeah. I wonder what Quentin Tarantino could have done with Squirrel Girl. Ugh. Destroyer? I'm going to leave that alone. Um, <laughs> I have no answers Squirrel for feet? that that are not. Yes. Lots of shots on <laughs> her. It's too bad we're never going to get um, the, the AT&T girl playing Squirrel Girl, because that would, that was spot on casting. Yeah. Yeah. True. Good thing. Let's just keep... Over. She, I think she did in the cartoon, but she was going to play her in live action. It just never, never worked out. I, Gwen Tarantino would have big, long shots on her toes. And it would just be weird. And actually, then like Eli, Eli Roth would kill Dr. Doom. It would just be odd. They, they, actually, there's, um, there's a, uh, 
a cosplayer that we've talked to a couple of times and we've interviewed a few times, uh, Riddle, Ricky Lakote. She she could play Squirrel Girl. She looks like Squirrel Girl. Can she act? I'll leave uh, that right there. Just because I hate this idea, just because someone looks like somebody, they could play them. In oh a no, movie. it's not not well. Like, no, she's she's got a lot more on the ball, I think, than most of the cosplayers. So she can act. act. You know, she also actually rehabilitates squirrels. <laughs> so you know, she's okay, got that's a, that's a that's a notch in the column. But <laughs> acting, man. Speaking of looking like someone, someone posted this today, and I will never get this image out of my head now. Someone said if they ever do a movie about the forming formation of image comics, um, Christian Bale should play Todd McFarlane. Yes, a thousand times yes. <laughs> one thousand percent. Okay, I don't understand this one, but yeah, because Christian Bale's a great actor who's really good at playing assholes. And, and he Todd looks Mc... like Christian like Bale. McFit. Yeah, he's got a yes. yes. I mean Todd, I mean he looks like Todd McFarlane. They look like <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, my I'm, god. I'm with you. I, I i i can't unsee it now it's like yeah like definitely <laughs> yeah yeah so. young damon could have played liefeld i don't know about now i have to think about that maybe maybe he's too old not now no he's mm. too old now we have to find someone young actually it'd be an interesting story the image hell if what i just saw can be a movie the image story can be a movie <laughs> do it like the movie we just watched um i think that's how the story would come from those guys anyway all right, moving on. We we suppose we all saw this last week, and then I forgot to include it. So uh, it's not confirmed, but apparently uh, sources close to the production have said Sasha Sasha Sasha, Sasha, Sasha Baron, Baron Cohen is joining the MCU in the Ironheart series as Mephisto. I feel vindicated. <laughs> God damn it. I'm sorry. Well, we fought about, we talked about Mephisto coming on forever and then we gave up. And now, and Dave's like, well, they're never do it because of China. They're never going to do it because of China. They said, fuck the Chinese. We're doing this. Good. Right. Yes. Because they, the Chinese do not like um, depictions of Satan, basically. Yet they work with Jeff Bezos. Oh, I <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, oh. or, or Apple. I mean, you know, Elon Musk, pick your, yeah. pick one, pick your favorite. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, oh, I just got kicked off Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> anyway oh man um, have to talk about that at some point <laughs> i do think it's interesting that uh um though he is going to be in this the series the iron heart series what not, a weird choice by the way he's to a have mephisto actor. in that show no no put it yeah putting mephisto in iron heart i don't get that i mean i yeah. haven't seen the show so but i mean just on the surface it seems weird yeah i mean I, well, i'm sure there's a reason for it i mean it's yeah. so funny because I'm not a huge fan of his, but I can see him playing Mephisto. Well, no, hundred oh, percent. Yeah, yeah. He's a character actor. He'll he'll blend himself into being Mephisto. Yeah. Like I've seen very few things, very few characters he's played where I'm like, oh, I really like that. Well, and he'll chew the scenery. Like he's yeah. gonna like Mephisto yeah. is very much Mick Jagger's like sympathy for the devil <laughs> character brought to life right yeah like the yeah, character yeah. in that song is absolutely marvel's mephisto and i could totally see sasha baron cohen really like you know doing the full-on you know 10 times pacino and the devil's advocate you know oh my god that's right i remember yeah, he, that it's a good movie actually talk um, about chewing the scenery though oh for sure well that's yeah. all pacino does now <laughs> yeah, I know, he played right? that part in send of a woman and he hasn't stopped for 30 years <laughs> like Ooh, uh. 
Yeah, that's what he's done. Like he was a really subtle actor at one point. And then he did that and he brought that character back in heat. And that's like it. That's what Al Pacino did for the next 30 years. And people he just did this yeah. all the time. You know, just but Sasha Baron Cohen will absolutely like embrace that and be way over the top and make a threatening but not too threatening devil. Because I think that's the thing is like I think if you're gonna bring in the devil, he's gotta be like you can't like my personal favorite depiction of Mephisto in the MCU is actually Joe Joe Casada's in one more day. Like his art renderings on Mephisto are legit spooky and scary, mm. which is very much at the antithesis of how Mephisto is usually played in that universe. Right. Yeah, because he he's he's the monologuing king. king oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, he's absolutely like. So I think they will go to the more typical portrayals of Mephisto, um, like say Starlin's version of Mephisto in the Infinity Gauntlet, where he's yeah. bowing before Thanos and really going over the top and like you know being kind of snide on the lowdown, you know, which I could see. So that's a good choice. If this is real, I think it's a good call. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen his version of Freddie Mercury for Bohemian Rhapsody. I don't know. Everyone seems to really love uh, Rami, 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 what's his name? Malik Rami? No, Rami Malik. Mr. Roboto. Um, Or Mr. Robot. Mr. Roboto was Sticks. Um, Mr. Robot. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I mean, he was good. I I, I won't take that away from him. But But it was supposed to be Sasha Baron Cohen. Yes. Yeah. And apparently they were they were already filming and then creative oh, differences filming. and he left. Rami Malik, by the way. Rami Malik. And it was something yeah. like that. Um there's some footage floating around that perhaps we'll see one day. Much like um uh oh god, what's his name? The guy who played Mask, Rocky Dennis, uh who's originally in Back to the Future. Uh Mask. We mask Rocky Dennis, the guy with the elephant titus, who was originally cast as Martin oh, oh, Flying Back to the Future. With, I can't uh, think of his name. That was the one with Cher, right? Yes. And that guy went on to, he was the original Marty McFly and they fired him up two weeks in or six weeks in six weeks. And they filmed yeah. a lot with him. Yeah. Before they brought in Michael J. Fox. I and it, I mean, it's name. so he's funny. In, coincidentally, he's in Pulp Fiction, Quentin Tarantino's most famous movie. It, what's funny with that is if you watch the side by side comparisons of the scenes, like you can see, you can see Michael J. Fox, like doesn't work. It's not that he was a, a bad actor. It just doesn't work for the tone they wanted for the movie. Miscast. Mm. Yeah, miscast you know and that happens sometimes you get the wrong guy into play or they cast like a, a star or something when in that case cast like marty mcfly could have been no no one else could have played him yeah do you find the name this is going to drive me nuts of the the guy who yeah, was originally, who originally. Mask and... no no who was originally marty mcfly <coughs> i'll do it <laughs> everyone's yelling at their their computer yeah, yes. yeah. Their, eric, stoltz. eric stoltz i knew it was some of the knee yeah there's no way it didn't work that's why yeah. they never let the footage out. The only time, the only footage we've seen is those like silent side by sides. Like you've never actually seen his performance. No, no, that's the yeah, that is true. Yeah, there's no way he would have made. There's, there's just no freaking way he would have. No. All moving right, on. moving right along. Mm. Moving along. Um, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna mess this name up. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah, yeah. Is yeah, it yeah. yeah, yeah. I know a guy Abdul with Abdul Mateen. Mm-hmm. The second, Yahya Abdul Mateen the second, who played, uh, of course, um, Black Manta in the Aquaman movie, uh, is currently in talks. Hasn't been cast yet, though a lot of people have already cast him into play Wonder Man in the MCU. I'm and sure, but... I'm wondering, do we need a Wonder Man? No, the MC, the the Marvel Comics universe doesn't need a Wonder Man, but I mean, if they have a story, what's in here? Okay, here's what you could do with Wonder Isn't Man. Isn't Wonder Man like one of the ones that they just kick around? Like, the, what was it? Was it? Who's the name of that 
that uh, well, he that died, every, right? Was it, um, well, the, he died in his first issue and he comes back. Wonder Man always kind of comes back. Right. Yeah. There's a DC hero that every once in a while they say, oh, we need we need some stakes. So they bring a guy back and um, who was it? He was on the CW too. Vibe. Every every oh, every time every time they need they need a guy to kill they just bring him back. Oh, he's what, back to life. And I, it, kill him again. It's been Wonder a while, but they also did here. the whole they did the whole story where his personality got infused with vision. Brain, the brainwaves, the vision's brain, like in the comic, the vision's brainwaves are patterned off Wonder. Right. So there was this love triangle between Wanda, um, Vision, and Wonder Man because right, Wonder which Man, we didn't we didn't do that in the MCU. So well, we could flip it. Can we? We could, we could flip it here. You can use Wonder Man to have a thing with Wanda now, and you can incorporate the new Vision into that. Right? There's a, there's a way you can do that in reverse. But the way Vision has all of the original Vision's memories, but none so of now his says, but none of thing. but no, yeah, but none of his personality, right? Yeah. None of his me, like memories, like none of the emotional ties. But that could be this because that's the story of the White Vision is he finds he finds those things, right? So you could do that, and it's an and that's the whole argument is he's an android, so he can be remade. But well, he's an android without the mind stone, and the mind stone was gave what was the mind stone was what gave him the ability to feel emotion. I guess is what they were trying but, to get at. But that being that's a plot device, so you could come right. up with another plot device to do right. it, and that's also just the MCU version. That is, and there's a way you yeah. can do it. I mean, there's a way you can do it. Like I don't. Simon Williams as a character hasn't really been in prominence in like 30 years. Like I know Busick and, and Perez used Perez used him on their version of the Avengers. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like he really kind of he really kind of peaks in the 80s. Yeah. Was when, he ever when really Byrne good? does that? Was um, he ever like important? Yeah. I mean, like to the to the WandaVision story, he plays a role. Because right. you get like but by it's himself? one of the Yeah, but it's one and it's you know, he loves Wanda, but he can't have her. She'd rather have a robot with his brain than him. Yeah, but you know, we already got that. We were and I also kind of feel like he would also work and, and, if you and... take the storyline of him being like a, a head of a company and he's bored and he wants to get superpowers, like that works if he's a foil or a counterpart well, to and um, there's also the, Iron the, the, Man. What also works too is you if you do the, the actor, Simon, because Simon Williams also has yeah. a film career. You could do that. I mean, there's a lot you could do with it. I'm of the mind that the best stuff to do with him is anything involving Wanda. And I do wonder if they're holding Wanda for Young Avengers. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot. Um, Simon Williams is a weird one because, like, there's not a lot of great Simon Williams stories. You know, there's not. I mean, don't forget, we also talked about the rumor the next um, series is going to be White Vision or Vision. Vision Quest. Like, Vision Quest. Is that what it's, it's called? They've announced it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. When we so? when we talked about it last week, it was still just a rumor. So, well, it's a very persistent rumor. If it's if it's, if just it's well, I mean, if it has a title, Vision Quest, I mean, yeah. they've officially announced it. So, confirmed Vision Quest. Oh, that's that's in Spanish. Uh, Marvel Some? continues the story of Wanda and Vision's own TV show titled Vision Quest. Paul Bettany will return the role. There's multiple sources via Deadline. Deadline confirms it. Oh, okay. You know, if if that's confirmed, they must have like Paul Bettany, um, Paul Bettany tie, yeah. tied up in a basement somewhere because he would spill the beans in a half a second. We're just gonna pay him more. Yeah. Oh, true. You know, here's money. So shut the. Fuck are they up. going to? <laughs> yeah. Are they going to tie them together somehow? No, I think no. I think with the, for this story is you do vision and what he is because i think you should hold wanda till the young avenger and let the kids find her right i think this should be vision story of vision finding himself and he needs to find himself 
with no no powers. no could you incorporate wonder man into his show though oh wonder yeah i think you could i do yeah i think you could yeah i think it could be done yeah and then maybe make the love triangle that way good where they become friends and then wanda comes up back and doesn't want to be with vision because you know whatever reason and it could i mean that's also how the vision gets over wanda is that he is reprogrammed i don't know there's a lot you could do i don't know i, I don't know where they're going you know comics is that giant wheel that always turns so but they have a good chemistry you know um yeah elizabeth uh olsen hurley. and paul no. Bettany. <laughs> yeah. elizabeth hurley <laughs> sorry she didn't, she didn't have good chemistry with anybody she's a terrible actress yeah. terrible terrible look pretty in the 90s terrible actress <laughs> she, she terrible. did okay in, in, in austin what? powers and um was it the one she with... plays this straight man off of mike myers who's talking about chewing scenery Right. But what was the other one with, uh, what's his name? Um, Brendan Fraser, where she plays the devil. Right. She's terrible in that. She's just, look at me, I'm hot. Mm, uh, with back, with Brendan Fraser, she was okay. Because Brendan Fraser is really good. When you're surrounded by good co-stars, they can level up a bad performance. True. No, she is the reason why her career never took off, looking the way she did. Hmm. All right. Here, well, terrible. speaking of things that have taken off, and uh, you're going to have to start catching up, JD, apparently. They have finally greenlit season two of Sandman. Cool. Good. <laughs> I still have not watched the last couple episodes. Good. I mean, you you should you should watch the next few episodes, and then uh, and we'll see. Like the say, if if they continue on the way they've done it, they've got a good base to build on. Now it's going to be pretty pretty awesome. I'll watch it. I don't think JD's ever going to watch it. Yeah, that's okay. Sometimes it's your thing. Sometimes it isn't. He's quiet. Did you freeze? No, I'm here. <laughs> Besides, you've you got a printer to, to fight with. So I hate that fucking thing. <laughs> what? The printer. Oh, I hate it so much. All right. Well, actually, hold on. Sorry, I had to cough. Oh, thank you. All right. Well, we can do this last bit really quick because John didn't see it. But we're going to talk about. The greatest movie in all of cinema history. How to Train Your just... Dragon? How to Train Your Dragon is really good. Andy was hiccup for Halloween this year. It is an excellent, excellent movie, John. You were right about it. That is currently available for free Makes me on the Roku channel. Time. And that is, of course, Citizen Kane. <laughs> Radcliffe in yep. Weird, the Al Yankovic. Okay, okay. JD? Yes, sir. I haven't seen this movie. I know. So you get to play the role I've been playing lately. Well, no, you told me to say I haven't seen this movie. Oh, yeah, I tell you. you. Gonna... Yes. Yeah. I had a bit planned an hour ago. I don't remember if it was. <laughs> oh, okay. We had all, we're doing a whole show. I don't remember. I'm the one who's been through two glasses of wine. So, you know. Fair. I got all right. All right. So, it, real man. quick, um, <laughs> JD, real quick, what's your, what were your initial reactions off? Bonkers. Of this, <laughs> this movie is absolutely bananas. Based on real life, but no, it is not based on real <laughs> not life. in the littlest bit. Not even a shred of reality in this. All I'm going to say this movie is: I hope Madonna can take a joke. <laughs> oh, you you know the first the first time I saw Weird Weird Al in concert was when he was sitting there on the floor, writhing around like Madonna. Oh, did doing, you know? Doing... Oh, John, John, did you know that that's also when he had his Jim Morrison moment and exposed himself with his accordion? Oh. I'm not surprised. That is yeah. Yeah, according. No, that's according that movie. That's that's it, it's so funny because they there are so many parody of other movies in okay. this movie. Here's what this is. Here here's what this well, is. Well, have you seen this, have you on. seen was it, hold on uh, this movie 
is to movies what a Weird Al song is to music. Yes. Yes. I agree with that a thousand percent. It is. Okay. Here's what I would say. If you don't get Weird Al's humor, this probably isn't a movie for you. Very few people don't get that. Oh, no. This movie, they play it straight. They play Mm. this movie straight. Yes. Andy, Andy, no, I mean, Jeff. No, no, it's not like UHF, which okay. was clearly a comedy. They play this like with Walk the Line. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Then they well, do everyone's different. everyone's being serious with a wink, but not like over the top. Like right. they play this pretty straight, but it's ridiculous. And that's why. And it that's works. where the humor comes from. It's My just... six year old thought this was legit. Like Andy was like, he was getting mad. I was like, why won't, where I won't weird Al Yankovic's dad just let him be himself? <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because, like, if you've ever read some stuff about right. him or or watched behind the music, like, his parents encouraged him for the since he was a little kid to be himself and do what made him happy. This <laughs> yep. is the complete opposite because that's what you would do in these movies. Like, you don't understand me or my music. Like, he goes off to this party in high school, and of course, <laughs> it's a polka, a polka party, party, but it's treated like a '70s party, and they're like talking about like the great music of the day like they should be talking about you know zeppelin and stuff like that and they're talking about polka and like it's freaking great and daniel radcliffe plays this thing so earnestly okay john madonna is the villain oh who's who's only using who's only manipulating al because she wants the bump that her music will get if he parodies her like yes because 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 he becomes the most well uh most popular, well-selling artist of all time in the mm-hmm. in the movie, like, which yeah. isn't far from the truth. Well, he has all the cliches of of rock and roll lifestyle, and like Doctor Demento slips him some oh. ice cream with LSD, and wait, Doctor Demento's vision. in this too. Rain Wilson plays Doctor Demento. Rain Wilson plays Doctor Demento. Jesus. Oh my god, and he's perfect as he's him phenomenal. Too. He looks okay. just like him. Yeah. Okay, every, everybody listening to this, you have to look up Doctor Demento. You have to, especially Taekwon Leap. Um, but there, there's so many other things, so many other skits, um, like uh, fish heads and um, okay, there's too much going. This is god, I gotta see this. They, so, they introduce so, Dr. Demento to it. This is awesome. That, he's his mentor, like he played, they play him as his mentor. That, is, that would work, but, too. It's, but it's ridiculous how they mm-hmm. do it. And Weird like, Al, it's, Weird Al's in the movie, too. Yeah, he plays one of the he, Scotty brothers, the yes. the the. the the publisher the his um is, is what record company record company execs like and will forte is the other one going you're just a loser like it's it's so the accordion salesman the accordion salesman is someone too i can't remember who it was though at the moment did they oh, work like in that. badgers we don't need no stinking badgers no again. nothing from uhf like, there's nothing like that in this movie well let's hmm. put it this way weird al yankovic has this horrendous he's drinking and driving in the car and he has this horrific car accident and linwell miranda is a surgeon trying to save his life and then he has the inspiration to do like a surgeon and his it's his big comeback and then he's having he's him and madonna are having this terrible breakup when she's kidnapped by pablo escobar so he has to kill all of pablo escobar's men and go into the jungle and save her and then she becomes <laughs> then she's yeah. walking around that eye patch and a scar after, it's bizarre it, it, it just it, it takes this this left turn out of nowhere because they're in the diner talking she's trying to break up with them and they just come in and kidnap her and then he gets into this big fight in the diner then has to go to South America. Like a Schwartz, her. an 80s Schwarzenegger style fight. Yes. 
yes. complete with the quips and all that. And then he goes. Yeah, he down rings to, the bell at the end after yeah, he beats Ariana. Order, goes order, order up. up. <laughs> and then when he goes to when he oh goes to God. Medellin to fight Pablo Escobar, he's got a camouflage Hawaiian shirt on. Like <laughs> it's so ludicrous. It's it's weird out. Oh, and he he's inspired to do Amish Paradise because his father was secretly Amish and wrote the lyrics to Amish Paradise. Oh, and then you see Coolio in the audience just pissed. It's so it's you know what I like about this movie is it knows that it's it knows that the gimmick is wearing very thin the whole yeah. time. The, every time you think okay this is getting a little much they take this ridiculous left turn yeah that gets you back in it's like they were aware the whole time that this is literally a five minute skit that we're going to try to draw out in an hour and a half and every time it starts getting a little long in the tooth something comes at you but and that's like, that's that's UHF, yeah. and that's basically Weird Al's entire career. It is, and it is. You're right, but it's done like UHF was slapstick done for slapstick. This is just straight parody, right? Yeah. This is literally a parody of like Walk the Line or yeah, um, the or, Queen movie or the the Elton John movie. Yes, like this is exactly what this is. And you got like this A-list actor playing him, and it's ridiculous on the site, but like he does a good job, right? Like Daniel Radcliffe does a good job. Playing I will never get the image of uh daniel radcliffe out of my mind either because like he's shredded oh my god he is he is he's shredded he's shredded Hol- homie's in great shape like and then like he he's having a breakdown he rides on stage and they basically do like when morrison got arrested in miami for exposing himself they redid that the, but he's got the, the, the accordion that was the, wasn't that the first like really famous biop movie was the doors the doors yeah and that's the big there's scene a lot in the of, movie. Yeah, there's a lot of doors. There's a lot of like doors. There's a lot of walk the line. There's a lot of whatever the Queen movie is called. Bohemian like, Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody, thank you. And like, there's a lot of those little winks and nods. And there's so many famous people playing famous people. That yes. It's hilarious. That's it's, the, the party at uh, Dr. Demento's house. Oh, wait, my God. That was they great. Have, did they Colonel have O'Brien playing, is Andy Warhol. Did they have any, anybody playing CNR? CNR. You see, C, CNR. Um, what's his name? The the guy from uh, the guy who did the uh, oh shoot, like he did uh, Weird Al did a video called CNR. It was um, no, oh, what was his name? He was he was a game show host guy. No, no, if you're looking for logic in this and actual like what stuff that Weird Al had done. You are watching Charles, yeah. Charles Nelson Riley. Oh, Charles! It. No, 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 Char- Oh, Charles Nelson Riley. No, there's so shockingly, shockingly, there is no Charles Nelson Riley. That's there is surprising. Wolfman Jack. Oh, Wolfman Jack, I remember. Do him. you know who Played plays by... Wolfman Jack? Jack Black. Jack Black. Oh, of course. Was that born is... to play Wolfman yes. Jack. Yeah, I mean, it's the same person reincarnated, isn't it? hundred <laughs> percent. And it's like there's this scene, and they have I forget who's playing Brian May. You know, or the not Brian May, the the the, uh, uh, the, the bass player from Queen. Yeah, Deacon, and like he's saying, "Come on, we're gonna go. Let's catch the bus." And he has this moment of inspiration where he does another one, rides the bus. Oh, you know, oh, and God. he he actually he actually wrote "Eat It" before Michael wrote "Beat It." Right, "Beat It" is a parody of <laughs> "Eat It." Of "Eat It," but no one's ever gonna believe that. <laughs> like this is how ridiculous, and the movie plays it straight. And Madonna is the villain, like straight up, she is the antagonist evil villain who oh, screw it we're in through territory plots his assassination <laughs> by the way weird al died in 1985 and ronald reagan presided over his funeral yes like, it's, <laughs> bro this is the stupidest thing i've ever seen in my life and i loved every minute of it so so what you're saying is they buried him on the same soundstage they used to fake the moon landing is yes a little bit <laughs> 
little bit. Oh yeah, my dad, god! Yeah, dad the Grammys. <laughs> and and then and that's the thing too because like the movie ends, <laughs> the assassin is told he's at a reward award ceremony and he's and the, the assassin's pointing the gun. And he's sitting in like the third row with this giant cannon and nobody <laughs> says a fucking word to him when he's loading this thing up. And then you see Madonna on the radio go take the shot take the shot but and then that's just it's not just madonna she got an eye patch and a scar oh, running down Christ. the side of her face and, she, Evan, and, and then it fades he points the gun at him and he's like oh no and it fades to black we then died in the credits start rolling this is the i, I started oh, yeah, no, laughing at this yeah. they they recreate well first they're just showing real pictures of weird al as a kid growing up right then all of a sudden they're recreating stuff from the stuff movie, from the movie. It's obviously photoshopped, but with Weird Al's head. <laughs> with so Weird Al's head, until great. they get to the end where he's standing on stage and he's got a bullet hole through him, and there's blood everywhere. It's the last picture, and it was like, "Are, are you, you sure? Serious? This sounds a lot like UHF, dude. <laughs> it's like, but it's played straight. Like they play it like it's real. Yes, like it's played there. It, it's like a. My son thought he was watching a drama. There, there are there are going to be kids. That are going to go to school tomorrow and think this is really the story of Weird Al. And, and we had to explain to Andy that this is a joke. This oh. is not how Weird Al. Weird Al's dad was a very nice man who loved him, who encouraged <laughs> his habits. Okay, so Evan Rachel Wood played Madonna She's because great. I was, I was, She's I was going to so say, good. like, because because Madonna, I don't think she was really appreciative of him. She like, was. She was. She actually made yeah. the suggestion of like a surgeon, which he didn't like, she, but he said it was there, so he had to take it. Huh. Like okay. his yeah, his words. I, I hope she could take this. a joke. I think she could take a joke. That's what he said about the release. He's like, oh, I I think Madonna could take a joke. I hope yeah. she could take a joke. Like, <laughs> oh my god, she is this version of Madonna is straight up evil, evil and like cliched, but it works great. And again, Evan Rachel Wood is like chewing on scenery the entire time and just so over the top oh god, and fantastic. It's so good, She's it's great like, in it. It makes sense. It's stupid. It's so stupid that it's brilliant. And every I love time, that. every time it walks into being too dumb, they find something else, and you're like, "You got me back." The, the the first time he plays live, and he's he's just him on a stage with an accordion, and he's playing "I Love Rocky Road," right? Mm -hmm. And at a punk he, bar, at a bike bar, biker bar, right? Punk bar, something like that. Punk bar, biker bar. Yes, yeah, and um, Pat Oswalt's Pat, Pat Oswalt's in the audience, and he's heckling him, and then like. His he has these uh, roommates, his roommates that that they encouraged him to do this, right? That's all they were were just roommates. And then all of a sudden, the one's like, "Oh, he's dying!" And he gets up on stage, he gets behind the drum set, and starts playing. And then the other, the other ones grab the bass and the guitar, and they're like, "He goes, I didn't know you could play." He goes, "Yeah, we we all can play." Didn't seem relevant to tell you until now, like <laughs> stuff like that. But it's played straight, straight. Like, yeah, everyone in this movie is a straight man. They had somebody play Pee Wee Herman in this. Yes, too? yes. In, the, in this in this scene and, at Doctor Demento's barbecue, basically. And Oprah Winfrey. Yes, she's and hilarious. Chung out yes. of nowhere. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's just app. It's ludicrous. If you love the '80s, you will like this movie. Oh, and yeah. the end. At the end, it's who? How do they put this? Not the greatest. Not the. I don't want to be the greatest um, accordion player of all time. Just the most famous one for playing a specific, known for playing a specific genre of music. music. And he wins the award for that. It's between him and Prince. They never announced it as Prince. And <laughs> but Prince it's loses. obviously but Prince. It's obviously Prince, and Prince loses, and he just gets up and leaves. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so stupid and great. Like, 
it's on it's free on the roku channel so there's no yes. reason not to watch it it's it's so it's yeah and they inject dumb. commercials but not too many it's not and, too bad it's not yeah. egregious yeah but what do you want it's free to watch oh it's so good it was worth it. it's definitely worth the time like we had a great time watching it as a family tonight i thought it was gonna be a little more like uhf i was wrong like it's i kept saying it's like walk the line yeah like it's like with the dewey Co- imagine if the dewey cox story like walk hard played it a little bit more straight yes you know yeah. dewey cox like got silly this is like they play it more straight definitely like no one's no one's winking and nodding to the camera no no oh my they god just, wow like they, he knew the exact tone that he wanted much like his music right like he did like he didn't stuff but he was doing all the you know michael jackson he just changed the lyrics and made it funny this is exactly yep. like he made i keep comparing it to walk the line he basically makes walk the line but changes the spirit of it but it's there and in the third act when it's getting a little long tooth well screw it we'll just go to medellin and fight pablo escobar this is only on Roku channel, huh? It's only so, on Roku channel. T-, T Mobile actually is paid for the sponsorship of it. Yes. Well, geez, that means I don't think I oh. You can get it on your computer. Just watch the Roku channel. It's free. Yeah. Okay. Yes, exactly. Well, um, I know what I'm doing tomorrow morning. Oh, you um, John, I, mean, I think working, you're gonna right? like this. I think you're mm-hmm. gonna like this movie. I think it's like right up your your sensibilities. Oh no, you're... like I again, I've been following Weird Al for mm-hmm. ever since he was a thing. Like I, I used to make Jesus Christ, I used to like hold a tape recorder up to the radio to record his stuff. Wow, that's, that's how, age. You showing your age there. I um, I, I know, right? So um, I, I would not have watched this movie had Dave not said this is what we're covering for the show today. And I was like, I guess I'll watch this one. It's free. You know, I did not like again, it, I laughed at the trailer, but I was like, how I don't know, how good can this really be? I mean, <laughs> it works. Oh, yeah. Like it works. It's better, it's better and funnier. And stupider somehow than it has any right to be. I mean, what, which is what basically weird. Like, in a nutshell, like described. it's him. It's him. <laughs> I actually thought, and I, and I'm I'm being completely serious with this. So when Doctor Demento slips him the acid and he has yes. the acid trip, God. obviously that's a sentence. That's a sentence. <laughs> obviously, he's he's saying the words to eat it in the in the acid trip. But I wasn't thinking about that. When he gets out, of, when he gets out of it, I thought they were just doing that as a joke. Because when he gets out of it, he's like, "I'm going to do all original music now." Yeah. I, th- I, I, and this is how because this is how straight they're playing the movie. I thought it was going to be one of his actual original songs because, yeah, like, Christmas at Ground Zero or something, or or, or another minute with you. Yeah, Dare to Be yeah. Stupid. Another minute. Uh, one white, more minute. Is White nerdy it. based on something or? Yeah. Uh, um. What is it? Uh, I haven't heard it in so long. It is. It's based on. I'm white and ride and dirty. Oh, ride and okay. dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Wow. Look at you. Well, you had a kid right about that age, right? And that was popular. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, but, uh, but yeah. So, like, I thought it was going to be like one of his, like, yeah, maybe Dare to Be Stupid or one of his, you know, rituals. Nope. nope. It was Eat It. Eat It. <laughs> and then it was like, oh, there's the they, left turn. Well, here's oh, what's God. funny, too. It's like you'd think that they would parody Michael Jackson, right? With all these parody. Nope. You never see him. No. They never show Michael Jackson. They just talk about him, and he talks about him like, like he's his great rival. But you never see him, Michael yeah. Jackson, and like that's it, because what happened to Michael Jackson was really it's possible. I mean, it's possible, you know? but I mean, they also have Salvador Dali. I mean, like they've got people. Well, yeah, but, mean, it, it, but 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 what's happened to Madonna is what she's doing to herself, yeah. and, well, and Michael, you know, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, a little bit too much plastic surgery and a little bit too much. She's, I don't know. I'll avoid that. She, she's, well, she's, she's if you, done, if you see her today, wrong, she doesn't but, look anything like herself anymore. No, no, no. She's, she looks like one of those, one of those ads for this is what plastic surgery can do to you when you do go to the wrong people. But, she, um, yeah. but the, but, the, but, and in her attitude too. So it's easy to make fun of her, but, but, Mary. but not, you know, like, I, that's the funny thing. Like, have you ever heard of any scandal involving Weird Al Yankovic? That's the no. joke. That's the joke. All yeah. right. Right. That's the joke. Yeah. But, but, the, but that's the thing though. Like almost every other celebrity you can think he's of. In, he's a nerdy poker player, poker player. Right. Like, right. And that's right. the gag. That's but literally the gag of but, the movie. But it, it doesn't even matter but, because like, even, the, even there you would expect some, so him to do something stupid. But that's the he gag. never has. No, that's the, that's the gag of the movie. They couldn't do this story unless he made up a bunch of bullshit about his right. life. Cause right. the real story would be too boring. Yeah. Like yes. that's the, that's, that is the joke. And that's why it works. But it's it's also so amazing that somebody like that exists, you know, in 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 was it in music or in in celebrities like somebody like that that is just basically unassailable. Like there's nothing out there about him. He's just, just everybody who meets him says he's just awesome. It's so yeah. nice to have somebody like that exist, you know. True, true. I mean, yeah, I can't like because he's. I mean they've talked about it too he's talked about it too like he's a vegetarian he's straight edge like he doesn't he's never done drugs i don't think he drinks you know so it's like i'm pretty sure that weird Yankovic was the um the inspiration for one of jim butcher's characters um what is it uh the 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 guy was he was a um um, butters butters right the the, the works in the morgue he was, he was, yeah, he works in the morgue, but he, what, what was his favorite thing? What was he, Polka. what was, what was he playing when they rode the undead dinosaur into battle? Polka. <laughs> polka, yeah. It was polka. So yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, like Weird Al Yankovic is just awesome. And yeah, I can, I can, I got to see this movie now. So I think what, what I said. JD and I are both saying is we highly recommend this movie and you need highly. to go watch it. I think you'll love this movie, John. Again, I didn't think. I don't know if I'm ever going to watch it again, right? Because I get the joke, but for the hour and a half I committed to it, I highly enjoyed it. I don't know if it has yeah. replayability, I'm, but I I'm curious. It. Somebody and again, I think you're hard pressed to find people who are like, I hate Weird Al. Maybe some I've never women. Heard any, I don't know. Yeah. No, my wife loves Weird. Okay. Um, my no, girlfriend just, was like, Weird Al, really? Is it like a Three Stooges movie? And I'm like, fair question. It's a fair question after watching UHF. Yeah. UHF is basically a Three Stooges movie. Right. I mean, like, I, I've never heard him say I hate Weird Al, but I like, you know, I don't think if you like, don't like Weird Al. I think you're just kind of like, it's Weird Al, you know? Right. So like, I don't think anyone's like, God, I fucking hate Weird Al. <laughs> I'm kind of curious say if, if, if yeah. there's somebody out there who doesn't really, maybe not hate Weird Al, but doesn't really care for Weird Al, watch the, this movie, what they would think of it. Probably think it was stupid. Yeah. I think you have to like Weird I mean, like, Dare to be stupid? Is, is that what she's saying? <laughs> uh, I think I think that if you like Weird Al, you're in on the joke. Yep. But if you don't like Weird Al, you're gonna be like, "Why? Am, this is fucking like." But and then you're like, "Yes, that's the point. It's dumb. Yeah, it's supposed His whole to be stupid. Dumb. Like he's the only guy who's ever made who's ever intentionally had a stupid career, made it work. Like he doesn't take himself seriously. Like again, not think, great material for a movie. I think every once in a while. You just want to watch something stupid to laugh yeah. at it. And yeah. this is this is that movie. I agree with you. Yeah. 
and UHF is also that. Yeah, but this yeah. is for a different audience, you know. Well, yeah. true. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't, but I also think UHF was made at a time where maybe he didn't have as much creative control as he would want. I agree with you on that. I don't think UHF is really his baby as much as somebody else had this for him. Right. Well, I don't know. I think he pretty much had a lot of input in that. It's possible. It's the whole possible. thing, but, the whole I mean, thing this, watches like an LSD trip. I mean, this movie on. screams Wait. weird out. It does. It literally, it's the title. <laughs> yes. Mom's super concerned about him first seeing the movie. Mom's doing so she goes into his bed, reaches in and pulls something out and she gets scared. It's a Hawaiian t-shirt. <laughs> like it's stuff like that like well, but everyone's gonna pl- do about our children everyone's and the character <laughs> of his father is just like <laughs> it's so cliche but it's so over the top of the cliche that it's brilliant it is call call him into the to the living room we need I'm to, not to gonna talk move, with I'm, you son then pull out the the accordion we have to talk about this <laughs> john like- that times 10 it's the devil's music that's awesome the, yeah it's the, the devil's the music. devil's music the polka is polka. the devil's music yeah, right. so, okay it's so it's that turned up to 11 like and i'm not gonna ruin it for you because the dad stuff again it would bother my it really bothered andy the way his dad because andy's sitting on my lap watches going on like how his dad's treating weird al because andy loves weird al again he's six he yes. discovered weird al on scooby-doo so we did a weird al deep dive and he's like this is fan. And I think I think he knows those songs better than he knows the 80s songs. Because hmm. he's like, he loves Weird Al, you know, and Dare to Be Stupid from Transformers. God, he loves that scene from the movie. Yeah. So to see the child, his like his age being treated badly by his dad really bothered my kid. Like, again, he thought, again, it's subtle sardonic humor, and it went completely over his little head, which was in itself hilarious. Oh my God. Poor kid. No, he's fine. The Weird Al winds up in a better spot until he gets murdered. But then Andy realized that was a joke and laughed. He's like, Weird Al's not dead. I'm like, right, he's in the movie. He's like, yeah, he was on Scoopy Land. <laughs> this, is, this is funny. <laughs> he was. He was on Scoopy. <laughs> he laughed. He's like, he's not dead. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, bud, he's not dead. He's fine. <sighs> oh, my God. He looks great for his age. He does look good. He's 59, I think. Looks good for 59. That, that, that's what spending your entire life making people happy and laugh does for you, you know? Yeah, and probably not doing drugs. The drugs. Yeah. <laughs> Mainly the drugs. Mainly the drugs. But yeah, I, I mean, I'll give it eight and a half accordion oh. keys. <laughs> nice. I will back up that score. Eight and a I, half. Yeah. I, I can't give it a score, but I'm going to watch it. Tomorrow. I think you'll love it. I really do. I think yeah. this will hit you right in the O'Grady zone. <laughs> <sighs> that might be the episode title. Apparently, Ooh. no woman can find the O'Grady zone. So, Ooh. Uh, yes, yes, I saw that one. I said, I'm going to walk into that Ooh. one myself. Damn it. I've heard, I've heard that it's near the prostate, <laughs> it's manipulated just right. <laughs> All right. Well, while we're before we completely devolve here, um, my 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 watch list for uh weird all stuff is UHF, white and nerdy, and CNR. Those are the things that if you are listening to this right now, you should make a list. CNR is a video on YouTube, white nerdy is another video, it's one of his original songs. 
or not not original songs, but it's what it's one of his parodies. It's one of the best. And then UHF, a mo- his movie, which is, I uh, I mean, I loved it. It's it's just the, just the, get some popcorn and and drink some alcohol and the just best thing, the thing in the it. white and nerdy video is he's rapping in his full like rapper outfit and then donny austin just shows up behind him dancing the whole time only weird al could pull that off well you know i thought the best thing about that was him um walking up to a guy in a back alley and hanging him some money and getting a paper bag with the 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 star wars holiday special yes that's good but i mean just like like, yes i was watching this video and then all of a sudden (laughs) donny osmond just shows up and he's just dancing in the background that's it it's like weird out i thought i thought he was i thought that was i thought that was playing what's his face from spacex did they ever give a uh, the white stuff music video where again i'm a child of the 90s so new kids on the block was real big when i was in elementary school and he parodied the white stuff talking about the center of an oreo (laughs) it's great again if you were if you were 10 at the time and hated new kids on the block that was your jam (sighs) all right god it's freaking great well, before the uh, white stuff comes out of the O'Grady zone. Um, oh, you had to okay, go there. No, oh, you, had, not, you had to make it dirty. You had to make it dirty. Dave. No, man. What the hell? You no, had to get man. gross. You're the one that started talking a, about a good A good thing. comedian what knows when to stop, man. A, new, a good comedian knows when to stop. It's just... <laughs> oh, shit. No. No. Oh, man. All right. You, let's you, uh, you let's just start to make it weird. Thanks. Well, that's the name of the movie. <laughs> movie's called weird let's uh let's wrap this one up with some uh, recommendations or what did you learn on the podcast this week i taught john something um (laughs) you can go first jd i I told john where his o'grady zone is located um no uh (laughs) (laughs) oh jesus um i got nothing else watch this movie i've lost tired wrestling starts tomorrow my brain is fried (laughs) okay john i well you know i can't exactly say go watch enola holmes 2 because i haven't seen it yet but i'm gonna say that anyway and you should go and and probably see it because if uh what they said is true and it's better than the first then there's no reason to to miss that uh the enola holmes series is really good it's on netflix the other thing is um I just got into season five of My Hero Academia. Holy crap. Um, probably one of the best animes out there. Probably one of the best mangas ever written. Um, you should you should get into it if you're into anything near that genre of stuff. Um, it's it, this is like the first the first couple of episodes, the first six episodes so far are just one huge battle, and it's amazing um so yeah and again my my playlist for weird al yankovic is uhf the movie white and nerdy the video and and uh one that not a lot of people seem to have ever seen cnr the video and he had to get special permission from the from the family of charles nelson riley to do the video and their only request is was don't make fun of him and boy he didn't make fun of him he made him awesome. It's you, you, there's a whole backstory to that. So there you go. And there All right. Go. Well, I will recommend that you go to superheroespeak.com where you can find the podcast every week. 
uh, comic book reviews by Chris, uh, rants and news sometimes for me. Uh, there's a rant on there about everything wrong in uh, Black Adam. You should go check that out. There's also a uh, couple good reviews up by Chris. Um, I learned about the O'Grady Zone, and my life has been changed forever. You can talk to your girl about or it. Or the worst. <laughs> you gonna ask her to visit the O the OG Zone? Uh huh. Sure, because that's how I roll. <laughs> I was talking to Dave. I'm thinking. <laughs> Just after you here. after you do jd with your wife <laughs> but i will recommend she'll divorce me if i ask her to do that <laughs> i will recommend that you go to the movie theaters this week and see wakanda forever because that is what we will be reviewing on the podcast next week so until then as always thanks for listening and don't let your cake caught in the door have a good week